Race Fuels is the leading fuel distributor in Australian motorsport, and we are seeking two enthusiastic, hard-working individuals to join our dynamic team in 2022. Both roles are based at Racefields headquarters in Dandenong, South Melbourne, and include travel to Australia's best motorsport events. The right candidates should be self-motivated, autonomous workers with a customer-focused attitude. To be part of our great team, apply now via recruitment website Seek, JobSpot on Speed Cafe, or email your resume to careers at racefuels.com.au. Two of the very best operators in the garage. Wow. This has been coming for a long time. These two do not like each other. There are two parts of the story as always. Red flag, this is a suspended uh, race. Welcome back to the Parked Up Podcast. We're back by popular demand. It's taken 79 episodes for people to finally get on their feet and stamp up and down, but we are finally back. We're powered by Race Fuels, of course. My name's Grant Rowley. I'm joined by Tony Dalberto. Another huge week in motorsport all around the world, except for in our parts of the world. But Tony D, how are you? <laughs> Very well, thanks you, mate. Uh, I'm going good. Yeah, there was a bit of racing over the weekend, a bit of Formula One action, and a little bit of DTM action. We had a couple of Kiwis racing in the old DTM championship, and one of them was right in the fight for the championship leading into the very last race. Liam Lawson had a bit of a points buffer and unfortunately, he got hit from pillar to post by every other driver out there. It was like a conspiracy against the young fella. Ah, you know, and, this uh, is the first time we've ever talked about DTM on the Parked Up podcast. Well, maybe we should uh, talk about it more often. But um, I was very interested and keen to see how he went because uh, he's beating some very big names in the GT world. And uh it was basically his first year racing a GT car. He obviously races Formula 2, which he does very well in as well. But, yeah, he was riding attention, leading the championship, going to the last round, got a double pole position for the weekend, so pole position both days. So he put himself in the right spot. And both days, Kevin Vendelenden mm-hmm. from Audi mm-hmm. uh, just decided to shove it down the inside and absolutely destroy his hopes. So pretty dirty driving going on so i was he might be a kiwi but i was claiming him as an aussie (laughs) now we love the kiwis come on we love the kiwis so it it sort of started my monday off on a bit of a sour note but other than that mate going good going real good oh really good to hear amazing amazing i like it hey i've got uh i've just got like there's heaps of there's lots of racing to talk about and in this episode of the parked up podcast i've gone super rogue super rogue and i invented the ultimate motorsport nerd quiz and i found two of the nerdiest motorsport geeks that are going to go head to head head to head in a in a battle for who is the biggest motorsport nerd it's all it's all audio based uh, I've done it without yourself. I just went rogue. I just, I just went and did this thing. I love it. I I've love got, it. You, you love it because you didn't have to do it. And if it's super successful, no. your name's attached to it. So look, I mean, awesome. I, every week we have a special guest on the show and we thought, bugger it this week, let's do something a little bit different. We're always trying to mix it up on the show. And, you know, in between this little period, we we're waiting for supercars to kick back off. There is a little bit of supercar news that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. but 
no racing. So and, how about DT, we do something and DTM a little bit... news as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, you know do something a little bit different. So I like this concept, Grant. Cool. I'm actually really interested to hear it myself. Yeah. So uh, it is two big motorsport nerds, and it, the, there's one who is an obvious nerd because, or a geek at the very least, because he got put on a TV show where he was portrayed and told as a geek. Uh, of course, it's Lachlan Mansell who is part of the Beauty and the Geek, but there is only one. There, there is, for me, in my heart of hearts, there is only one true motorsport geek, and his name is Aaron Noonan. Oh. He is the V8 sleuth. He knows everything about anything, and if he didn't know it, he'll tell you he knew it anyway. <laughs> so I was going to put, I'm going to put those two against each other in a bit of a test, in a bit of an audio test. It's a bit fun. I think, uh, I think everyone will like it. And if you don't like it, then you know what? Who cares? You haven't had to pay for this. We do this for free, Tony. <laughs> we do this for free. That is Out of our own hearts. Oh, Love yeah, that's right. All that Perfect. stuff. Hey, we should talk about a little bit of news for, first before we go into that, though. I was actually going to suggest, hey, do you want to uh, do you want to go against the grain and put the quiz oh. first and then do news, or do you want to go into news first, like we like we always do? Do you want to do you want to change something? Because if you don't change, Tony, nothing changes. So, what do you reckon? Well, you know, I'm I'm all for a lot of you know a bit of change, and uh, I know you are too. So. How about let's do that and then we'll jump into the news later on. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. So this is the premise, right? 14 questions. It was actually 15 questions until you pulled out and you weren't able to make it. And the question that I was going to put in there made absolutely no sense, like zero sense. So I took that question out. So 15 got culled back to 14 and we've ended up with, the ultimate motorsport geeky nerdy quiz. I actually, I, I don't know what I called it during during the call during the <laughs> during the thing. I think I mixed up the name about a million times. But anyway, the idea is put two guys who really know their motorsport, who love their commentary. Both Aaron and Lachlan Mansell both love their commentary. Let them listen to some of these things and ask them some random questions. It's questions from from local motorsport. It's questions from international motorsport it's questions on computer games and tv adverts that have run here in australia and around the world it is a even movies it's a collection of a whole bunch of different sounds um that will get to really test these guys and and see what uh see what they're about so all right let's get into it this is it the very first annual uh, it's not annual it, it might be a bit more often we'll see how it goes but it's the very first motorsport ultimate motorsport geeky something nerdy quiz and it's right here on parked up and we're powered by race fields okay this is the ultimate motorsport nerds quiz and i've got two of the absolute ultimate motorsport nerds on the line with me right now it's Aaron Noonan from the V8 Sleuth and Lachlan Mansell from the, our normal televisions. Uh, from the televisions in my own home, he was beaming on there and becoming world famous. Uh, Lockie, let me start with you. Are you the biggest motorsport nerd? No, because Aaron Noonan is the biggest motorsport nerd. You didn't say that on the TV. You, you, during, <laughs> your, during your TV time on your geek show, you were telling everyone that you were the biggest nerd. Well... 
Noons has had more success on the love life front than what I have, so that qualifies me more to be a geek in that respect. But when it comes to motorsport knowledge, um, nobody goes past Noons in, in Australia. He is the guru. Wow. So, Noonan, are you feeling the pressure here as as the, the, the nerd himself telling you that you are no, an even bigger nerd? No pressure at all, Grant, because all I've heard from Lockie there is three excuses setting himself up in case he doesn't win this. I know. You know what? I think he's not taking this seriously enough because I can see off our Zoom chat here, he is not wearing the race suit. If he's serious, he should be in the Nomex today. I've got a feeling he's calling and collecting on this one and not going to put his best in because he's already put three excuses in and he's not wearing the race suit. I'm concerned. And he's got no comeback. Okay, cool. So here we go. We've got... The only comeback is they are my Bathurst 1000 history books that you can see there on the bookshelf. Did, did you knowing that you were going to do this quiz have you read them cover to cover to get ready there are some bathurst questions in here i've read them cover to cover anyway but not especially in preparation for this quiz great okay here we go okay so this is what we've got we've got 14 questions we did have 15 questions but Tony D wasn't able to uh, be here for it i was going to put him in the mix and he does know a little bit about motorsport he knows he knows a bit but he's got nothing on you two. I know you two. You two are the kings. You're the kings of this. There, there might be a couple of hairy ones in there, but I assume that you're going to be able to eventually answer all of them. I'm going to play bits of audio. I'm going to play 14 bits of audio, and you guys are going to answer. Some of them, and, and the, the idea is that you're going to have to shout out your name. So I want to hear Noons, or I want to hear Nigel. Um, obviously, Nigel Mansell. This is Nigel Mansell. We've got no, no. You can shout out Lockie, shout out whatever you want. Lockie, Mansell, Nigel, you can whatever's shout out fastest, whatever you want. Whatever's fastest, whatever's get, fastest. You get, it, you get it going. So I'm going to have to be the judge and it's going to be judge of fact, right? That's what they call it. You know, I'm just sort of looking at you blokes. So uh, I need hand signals. I need waves. I need something to help me on this Zoom call. But um, look, let's get into it. The very first question that we have in the Ultimate Motorsport Nerds quiz is he said i want you to call out your name when you know the year that oh, this geez. race was being called you ready for it ready go here we go stand by australia stand by tv3 australia's great race is about to explode from mount panorama tv3 uh i was gonna say 1987. is that your final answer probably is and it's probably not right but i was trying to get one on the board nice and early okay lachlan i am going to play because it is incorrect so over to you well, you give the rest to him you didn't put the ground rules down early you've, on this you've got you've got you've got a little bit right, more time you've got on, a little bit more time australia's great race ready to explode from mount panorama bathurst sunday september 30. oh i know it now too was one of the pole cars getting away Oh. Brock, a magnificent oh. on the outside. Just watch Brocky go and Seaton will move into... Couple more on, seconds, Lockie. Lockie. You don't need all this time, mate. You should know this one. Okay, Lachlan Mansell, your answer. What is the year that I was playing the audio for the start of one of the great races? What year was it? So it wasn't 1987. It's a year where we've got Sierras. Um, and it's... Stop stalling. Stop <laughs> stalling. 
you got to put a time limit on this, Grant. He's going to stall. <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on. It's a fast game. It's a good game. 1990. Local Mantle, that is 100% correct, and he is off to a flying start. He made a much better start than Dick Johnson did that day. Uh, and Noonan's made a start that Klaus Nedsvich made because he was basically before the checkered flag. Had, or the, yeah, or the I, got green the flag waved. I got the pole position check, Grant, so that's was, okay. There you go. You can keep the check. I'm going to give two points to Lockie for that because, Noonan, you no. just jumped the gun, brother. You jumped the gun. Why Here we go. you get two? Come question, on. Jeez. Question number two. Number two. It's a very famous song. One of the most famous songs that the, the, certainly the three of us have ever listened to. Uh, have a listen. What's the question? It'll come. You just relax. Oh. Righto. What's on? the next words? It's the, it's the ultimate show. That's right, Aaron Noonan. One point for that. I thought we were going to have to like sing it, but I'm not going to do that. Ah, what a great song. Part of my childhood, and I am I think I know just about every word. Do I get um, bonus points for 1993 or what? Yeah, no, none of that. But uh, Lachlan's on two points, Aaron's on one. We're two questions in. There's 12 to go. Now, listen to this very famous Australian TV advert, okay? Here we go. Barry, I might just duck into the shell shop and grab a couple of things, I think. Okay. Oh, get us a chocolate bar while you're in there. Chocolate bar. Yeah. Okay. What's the next words? Mm, seen a million of these things. Is the next word what he what he uh, the next uh, thing he wanted? That's correct. Uh, Barry Sheen is the next one to talk. Yes. Oh, I'll go noons. Let's have a dip. Go. Um, what What about the paper? Is he asking newspaper a paper? Lockie, it's incorrect. <laughs> so he's asked for a chocolate bar. He's um, asked for one chocolate bar. So it's Barry Shane and, and Dick Johnson, for those of you playing along at home, and it's a Shell TV commercial from, I'm thinking, 96, 97. It's none of these are the questions that I'm after. <laughs> I was going to say, well, you've got a gongy, mate. This is massive stalling going on here. This is all this is. We've only got so much time for this. The listeners will be asleep. Milk. What's that, sorry? Milk. Milk. Uh, milk was never it. Milk was never it. Actually, make it a cup or I'm starving. Yeah, <laughs> see, Baz, he needed two. He needed two chocolate bars. He two needed two chocolate, chocolate bars. bars. So that's all. zero points for both of you. I actually should take points off for not knowing that. Okay, oh, cool. Answers that anyway. Here we go. We're up to uh, we're up to question number four. Um, it's a uh, it's another advert, but this time an international advert. And but it was played here in Australia. Absolutely one of my favourites. Here we go. And Damon Hill leads into the first man. Murray. There's been a shunt. It's Hill. Okay, for two points, what is the company that the advert's for and can you tell me the product they're promoting? Go. I'm not going to buzz in because I only know one. So you'll bong me. So I'm not going to buzz in. One point might be better than none. Yeah, but you'll take it off me for the other one if I get it wrong. Oh, well, I'm making up the rules as I go. Thank you All right, very news. much. I'll, I'll bite on you. Go. Pizza Hut is the joint. That's right. There's one point for you. Um, and what were they promoting? What was the product that they were pushing? You want the particular product? Oh, yep. mate, I, 
A meat lover's pizza. I don't, I honestly don't know. That's incorrect. Mm. Lockie, would you know to salvage a point out of this? No, no idea. Here we go. Before my Sorry, we're just out for a quiet pizza. Stop commentating. Sorry. Uh, the stuffed crust, please. Introducing pizza. Stuffed crust. Stuff crust. Yeah, pizza. Right. There we go. There you and go. Absolutely delicious as well. Question number four is two <laughs> points a pair. Well, question yes, five. Here we go. 40 other vultures out there who managed <laughs> to finish the race on their tires. You see Darren Waltrip using up his tires? It's nothing I can't do with a race car. Well, that's the difference between you and me. There's only so much I can do. That's obvious. Harry, he doesn't need to appreciate your job to do his. Well, he sure as hell does. How can he expect a race if he don't know what a race car can and can't do? What's the next words? Nudes. Nudes. Yep. What is this shit? There you go. That's the next words. They are. That's. I'll give you one point. Lockie, if you could go the next step. I will give oh, you a yeah, point as well. Yeah, you said next words. That's next words. Well, uh, I mean, it's part of a whole saying. Go, oh, finish right. it off. Give finish it chance. off if you want. Give him a chance. Go. What is this shit, huh? Lockie? No, no idea. Pass. Sorry. Noonan for two points. Can you finish it? Uh, I, I can't remember it now. What is this shit? Yeah, I don't know after that. Can't remember now. I've lost what my train of thought. Huh? You want me to work the pit and you drive? Fine. There we'll we try go. that. Aaron Noonan takes the lead. He's on three points. We're up to Come question on. six here. Thank you very much. What computer game is this? Dudes. What is Did it? They? Yep. Uh, uh, Micro well, Grand Prix. GP2 or whatever you want to call it. I'll give you one. Oh, hang on. It's the same mold. No, 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 no. They all Noonan, I'm going to give you one point for being first. It's not exactly correct. Lockie, what's the correct answer? Um, I'm going to say GP Legends. No. Aaron Noonan gets one point. It's GP3. The distinctive, beautiful sounds of my my 20s just ringing to me, sitting down, what, playing too many computer games. That's enough. That's enough. Did, Shut up. I think it's Mika Hacken and Shut up. Shut up. Thank you. Did, did you play that game to get the oh, audio? Too much. Too much. And I just did loved when I was When I was picked. No, I did not. I did not. I don't have a I don't have a computer that is still running on some you stole one of it from those. Online. Fair enough. Three, what were those? Windows four eight four eight sixes and well, four eight six. Oh yeah, my yeah. lord! Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, look, we're halfway through, and in the great words of Murray Walker, there's still half the race to go. Now, uh, here's some retro content from RPM. Listen in. As a professional racing car driver, I'm also fortunate to dabble just a little bit in the media. Now, being under the lights and on centre stage can be quite daunting. So this week... What happens this week on RPM? Lockie. Go. Cam McConville tests the Formula One car. Aaron Noonan, would you like to counter that? Because it's wrong. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, Noons. Sorry, I've got to do that, don't I? <laughs> is, is this when uh, Rusty drove Cam's Wow Commodore Brad Jones Racing Supercar? Wow, wow, wow. We decided to get Rusty out of his is comfort zone just a little. How did we do it? We strapped him into my Wow Racing V8 Supercar. That is impressive, yes. Aaron Noonan. That is oh, impressive. On. Aaron Noonan on five, Lachlan Mansell on to it's now time for question Bird number eight in the behind who listen, Steve Sofa, listen to this listen Peter the right hander this is really close through the chicane and oh oh off who goes off jeez hmm. i've watched a lot of british touring cars in my time but i wasn't tuned into that one Lockie. come on 
I'll have a stab at it. Paul Radisich. <sighs> That's incorrect. Mm. Mm. Do I lose something if I have a dip, Grant? Nah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling. I'm sounding a bit lucky now. It's about ninety six ish. I heard menu in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was there for a fair while though, so it could be any year. Um, oh. Three. Cleland. Two. It was not. It was. It's Tarquini. What happened? Knock hill. <laughs> knock hill. Oh, is this the he rollover? Yeah, had okay. the ad- yes. ginormous potato. I just love when uh, Murray does a little bit of this. Listen, listen. Hello? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a big one. It was the, the, a big the, one. No the, points for either of you two muppets best, here. The, the best part of that, though, is that it's, po- it's, it's post-produced, so he knows exactly what's going to happen, but he makes it sound like he did it, which is yeah. quite a skill of the great man. Cool. There we go. I think it was 94, actually, and there was a year yeah. that Tarquini spanked them all. So um, was, yeah. maybe that's why I got uh, a bit of extra excitement about it. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, question number well, uh, uh, question number nine. You can hear that that was the great man, Peter Brock. Now, what I want you guys to do is buzz in when you can. Let me know what incident, what moment Peter Brock is talking about. It did turn around and bite me. There's no doubt about that. Uh, been chasing a bit of a rear end. Uh, I suppose you could call it. Noons, Noons, Noons. Noons, what do you got? Is this the 83 Adelaide International Raceway Monza taking off and wiping out the whole field? Just about <laughs> half the it, field. It wasn't Lockie, and you can listen along. I'm going to give you about 20 seconds of audio to oh. see if you can figure it out. A bit of a lightness in the rear end these current cars have got. They've just changed the uh, specifications. Uh, Mind you, it was still driver error because I told him if I get through here flat, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it was uh, a moment where the car just stepped out. I just kissed the curb on the right-hand side, and uh, I was just trying a bit too hard, to be honest with you. Got sideways, went down the road, almost sort of... Uh, Do you know it yet, yet Noonan? Come on. It was probably yeah, I know it. Okay, I don't know. Lucky knows it. I'm out. Really stopped. Caught the uh, sand trap. Come on, Lockie. Here you go, mate. just tripped over very gently and uh, damaged the boy's best Jeez, toy. So. Come on, Lockie. Yep. Lockie, yep. come on. Got you got it? it? Yeah, Here we go. Come on. What is it? Yep, so it's the one where he was driving the Vectra in the two-way of Bathurst to roll it in the chase. There you go. He's pretty good at this. Lockie, he's back. He's back. He's on three points. Noonan is on five. Uh, and yes, that was in 1997, the first of the Super Tour races at Mount Panorama. So here we go. Listen, oh, that's a little bit of a clue, and I love this. Here, just listen to this. It's the best. It's the best. Just listen. Just listen. Entertain me for a bit here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, very, he's very excited. Where is, what country is that and what type of uh, motorsport? Noons. Noons. Oh, okay. Is that, uh, what was the question? What country? It's got country, to be Japan. country and type of, type of, uh, type uh, of Japan race. and it's got to be prototype sports cars. Correct. I'll give you one for Japan. Uh, Lockie, what type of motorsport was that calling? Um. <laughs> 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 was that the last bit of it yeah 
Moho oh. GP. No, it's not. It's drifting. It's drifting. Oh. And if you, if you, did, if anyone, if you've got a spare bit of time, go and research a crazy Japanese drifting commentator, so and, some... and he will come up. He will come up. So that's Zach Caven, who's one of our fellow motorsport commentators. Yes. So I reckon Zach Zach Caven should go over to Japan and be a dr- drift commentator. <laughs> yep. I like it. It's uh, it is very good. It's one of my favourites, actually. I tell you, uh, me and Chris Jordan used to spend a lot of time imitating that guy. That was one of our that was one of our absolute favourite things to do. Okay, hey, uh, we're up to question eleven now. I need you to grab your pens and paper for this, boys, oh, um, yep. because right. I've got three questions. I've got three questions to ask you at the end of this glorious piece of commentary. Listen, to, listen in. But getting ourselves set for a start. Six laps the distance here at Winston Moher Raceway. Double fire rolling start. And it will be Stephen Zavitt who takes the advantage of turn one. Barry Butwell muscling his way through on the inside of Shannon Smith. And we'll move up into second position. We go on board with Anthony Tringali in the international. Bit of contact from both front and back. He got a bit of a nudge from behind and got into the back of Lachlan Fern as well. And that was Robbie Fern muscling his way through on the inside at turn two. Oh, and it's a shame that I have to stop it there because uh, Gar- <laughs> Gary, Gar- Gary O'Brien starts uh, starts calling straight after I've stopped that. Um, all right, boys, here we go. How many laps? Who muscled their way inside Shannon Smith? And when we went, uh, when we were on board with Anthony Tringali, where did Lachlan say the contact was? You right both up. get a crack at doing this. You both get a crack. So who's going first? Who's going first? Uh, Lockie, how many laps in that race? Six. That's correct. Oh, hang on. I need to see your answers. Pull them up just in case Noonan does a <laughs> Noonan cheats. No, I, 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 had, I had six as well. Very yeah, good. Six. All right. So both of you, who muscled their way inside Sharon Smith? Let Noonan go first. Well, I must admit, I wasn't writing every note down, but Barry Butwell certainly got attention doing <laughs> that one. Ah, the Barry Butwell. I love it. Perfect. I'll give you, uh, you both get a point for that. I'm sure, Lockie, I'm sure you knew it was Barry Butwell, right? <laughs> Check your bit of paper. Check your Very bit of paper. good. Uh, and where was the contact? What, what was your, uh, what, what words did you use? Lockie, what was it, Noonan? What did Lockie say? Did he say front and back as well? Oh, I don't know how you get hit in the front and the back at the same time, but it's skillful. Is that skillful what I said? It's always so you didn't even you didn't write it down. No, I missed that. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Lockie, no, no, no. Oh no, oh. Noonan extends his lead. Oh, Noonan on eight points, oh. Lockie on five. You obviously haven't listened back to that to critique your own. Is that work, from Lockie. Stay Wake or? That's for I, I I can't disclose that because they might sue me for using oh, their audio. Okay. <laughs> Three questions to go. Aaron Noonan leads on eight uh, points, and Lockie is on five. This is one of the greatest quizzes of all time. Thanks everyone for listening in. All right, now have a listen to this piece of classic astro- super touring commentary. Oh, look at this as Morris stays with him, and Murphy says, "I want to part of this oh. deal." What's the next words? Oh, the Lockie. Lockie. Oh, they've gone. They've gone. Longhurst and Morris in the fence. Incorrect. No. Okay. No. 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 That, that's the infamous Lakeside Three Wide BMW Audi sandwich. Yep. And the next words um, are. Oh, I forgot what the words were before you stopped it. To know. Here we go. I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit. 
Come on. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. There you go. Murph, Murph got in front and uh, and one of the best pieces. That is top notch, Brent. And again, like we said before with that Murray Walker piece, post-produced. That's when you know what's going to happen and he makes it sound so exciting. It's, it's so, it is so hard to do when you know what's going to happen to make it sound like you don't know. That's top-notch stuff from two late greats that's for sure absolutely absolutely okay two questions to go Lockie. you're not out of this because i'll just award bonus points wherever <laughs> i can it's all good all right now i'm going to play some audio now maximum of three points i want you to tell me the year the circuit and the incident that is about to unfold oh, please shout out your name when you are ready, are ready for a race start you've got jason bright alongside Lockie. Locking, Here we go. Locking. Here we go. So, Phil Island 2002, and the incident that's about to happen is Jason Bargwan. Oh, Lachlan Mansell. It is eight points each. Lockie, unbelievable. It is comes down to the last question. Thank God, because I didn't have a tiebreaker question. So, this has worked <laughs> out an absolute <laughs> treat. Oh. What if we both get the last one wrong then? Maddie White. Shush. Here we go. Let's just listen to Bargs uh, getting smashed up here. Commodore, yeah, there you and they're go. all over the shot. Well, well, well. Cool. There you go. Thank you, Matthew the White. Coming, the Velvaline Cummings Commodore there. Put it so in. It's a grandstand finish. We have one uh, one question remaining here, boys. You're on eight apiece. This to decide who is the ultimate motorsport nerd. I don't even know if I settled on an exact name for this thing, but um, I've kind of enjoyed it so far. Another piece of commentary gold. I'm going to pause it at some point. When I pause, I want you guys to tell me what the next is. Shout out your name when we're ready. The crown on the line. Now, if he's having problem with the turbo this end, you can imagine the strife that Steve Soper is having with wheel spin in the Sierra every time they change gear. Oh, goodness. Oh, I used to drive a go-kart. He's as... He is? Yep. Noonan. He's safe as the Bank of England. Aaron Noonan, you are, you are, you are the ultimate <laughs> motorsport nerd, and you, you have you. won. And there was absolutely zero prizes for this uh, oh, contest, but you down. have won on nine points over Local Mansell on eight, who made a fantastic comeback. But there was no discounting the king, the king Aaron Noonan, the V8 sleuth himself, is. Yeah is the god so uh no well, what are you so going to do with this newfound fame and fortune not a great deal i'm guessing just quietly <laughs> <That's right. laughs> can we can we have carryover champion and take on someone else another time on the park uh, who would you like to, who would you like to take on take oh, on that's a good question can can the winner then keep picking who they play in yeah. a future episode i like well that means you should then pick like someone who's terrible right so <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i i i'll pick someone who i think's really good Mm -hmm. um, there's no point picking someone who you know is no good because where's mm -hmm. the challenge of finding that? I would like to issue a challenge to Greg Rust. Gregory. Bring it on. It's good. the Sleuth Pod v the, v the Rusty Garage Pod on the Parked Up Pod. It's just a pod triage of quiz stuff and it's going to go on. The, the challenge is laid down. The gauntlet is on the table. It is up to the great man to collect it now and we will uh, square off on a future edition if uh, you will have us back.
Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, no problem at all. Lachlan Mansell, now that the world knows that you aren't the ultimate motorsport geek, what are you going to tell the ladies now that the truth is out there? Oh, just that I'm the second best motorsport geek, but that, that's because I'm putting more time into my love life now. Oh. No, no, look, look, let's, let's just cover this off. I'd like to help Lockie here. I think the important thing is not saying you're second best, is saying you are number one motorsport geek who is on the market. That's the way you've got to promote yourself. That's the way you've got to do it. You've got to spin the positive, not the P2. Make yourself the P1. That is the way to be the P1, Grant. I think we've solved this for him here on. He is the number one motorsport geek in the country who is on the market. There you go. Number one. Done. Perfect. Love it. I like it. Very good. Well, boys, thank you so much. Uh, Lockie, are we going to see you at some racetracks in the uh, as when supercars go back? Will you be at Mount Panorama? Um, I'll be at at least, I think, two or three out of the four Sydney Motorsport Park events. Not all of them, because I need to put some time aside for the girls that want to go on dates with me. Um, but it's important. I'll be at Mount Panorama as well, for sure. Uh, and Aaron Noonan, how are you going selling my Little Heroes kids books? Ticking away quite nicely, uh, fine sir, boss. Uh, going well. We'll give them another big shove before Christmas, because if you're looking for a Christmas gift, jump on. The V8 Sleuth Bookshop. We've hey, I friends. never said you could have a free plug. No, no, no. We're plugging your books here. You want to sell your books, Little Heroes? <laughs> I tell you what, we've had awesome feedback about these. And these, I'm not just saying this because we're on your pod, but the reaction from kids who have loved all the different titles and particularly the little girls who love the Molly book about Molly Taylor, I think what you've done is a fantastic thing. It has really hit a spot with so many kids and parents and it's going to keep going. So for Christmas, it's the perfect thing to put under the tree for your little ones this year. It's it's their rippers. Grab grab a copy, grab all of them. There's five in the set, grab the set. And then uh, if you've got multiple kids, they can swap them between themselves and no arguments, even yeah. better. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. They were fun to put together. Uh, and yeah, just really want to get more of them out there because I think that they will be a nice little piece for, uh, not for the kids, for the collector to put up far away from the kids so they don't destroy them and get their grotty fingers all over them. That's uh, that's the key. Anyway, hey boys, thank you so much. Can't wait to see you guys in a bit of uh, 3D action because um, we've been spending a bit too long on these screens. Uh, and appreciate you being part of the very first Motorsport Nerds Quiz. I appreciate it, Grant. Thank you, Lockie. Thank you, Grant. And I look forward to receiving you checking them out. <laughs> Thanks, Grant, and uh, congratulations, Noons. You have proven that you are the ultimate motorsport nerd, but uh, looking forward to seeing you guys trackside again soon. So there you have it. The first ever motorsport geek nerd quiz has been run and won Aaron Noonan by the <laughs> skin of his teeth. Jeez, it was close, though. Lucky close. came back. He came back in a big vengeance at the end there. Mm. Holy mm. hell. I thought it was, Noonan was going to run away with it. Well, I thought Noonan was almost a shoe in but uh, he kept, he mucked up a couple of ones and Lockie just chipped away. Maybe. Lockie had the early lead, but Noonan maybe came back. Pressure. Yeah, well, maybe. maybe. I think actually, pressure. I think Lockie was feeling the pressure the most. And like I could see in their faces, because of course we do this on Zoom. So I get to see what these guys are thinking and doing. And I can see their eyes. I think Lockie was just in awe of being on the same Zoom call as Aaron Noonan. That's, I think that, <laughs> that was really getting to him. It took him the whole 30 minutes to really uh, understand what was going on. Hey, I reckon Lockie's probably had a few 
cooler interviews recently with uh, some big name celebrities other than Aaron Noonan. So uh, you maybe he's just becoming accustomed to it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing though. Like I reckon I could put me in front of any A-lister, like a put me in front of Leonardo DiCaprio or Matt Damon or, you know, any big name celeb. And I reckon I'd be perfectly fine to just say, g'day, how are you? You put me in front of Neil Crompton, I fall into a complete blubbering mess because, yeah. like, that, that, he's my kryptonite. Like, he's the god. Is that why he won't come on the show? Oh, maybe because I'm a blubbering mess every time I see him. Maybe he just thinks you're an absolute weirdo because every time he sees you, he, he like crying on his shoulder or something. <laughs> I don't know if I'm crying on his shoulder. I just can't. I I can't really string too many sentences together. Oh, but it's only out of respect. Him, it's not. Why would of... I come on the show? He's not going to be able to talk to me properly. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> That's why it's good to have friends like yourself. Well, there you go. That was a lot of fun. I like that. Cool. Like Thank that. you. We can definitely do that again. Great. Um, and next time I want you involved because I've got a couple of excellent Tony D style questions to yes and and no, bits I, of audio grab that I'd love to throw in there, including something about uh, going for a drive through penalty and um, getting really <laughs> sweary about it. it Whose corner was it, Tony? Yeah, it was my corner. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, no, cool. Sorry, I couldn't make it today. That's uh, my bad. But, yeah, uh, no worries. No, I'll, I'll hold this show up. It's fine. <laughs> you do your thing. Um, the, there's a, there's quite a bit of supercars news, uh, some F1 and some other stuff to run through. Let's get into the news. Okay, the news is brought to us by motorsportwebsites.com. Of course, they put together all of the great websites all around the world. If it's if it's not done by them, it's not great. If it's not well, done by motorsport websites, it's just not a great website. And we thank them for their continued support of the Parked Up podcast. Tony D, let's talk about some supercars news. Something super, super, super fresh is the Jake Kostecki signing at Tickford, which effectively locks away Tickford's four-car lineup. Cameron Waters, of course, still hasn't re-signed yet. He's their their main man, their lead driver. He still needs to be ticked, but Jake Kostecki signing to replace Jack LeBrock, who seems set to go to Matt Stone Racing and effectively swap those guys into position. That was confirmed on Monday. And I guess it's pretty significant, a big opportunity for Jake Kostecki. Yeah, it's a massive uh, step in his career. I mean, we've seen some pretty decent steer, uh, drives from Jake, um, especially this year. So I think he's ready to take that next step and it is a great opportunity for him. I, I do feel sorry for Jack a little bit. You know, he's had some uh, very good results as well. He, he won a race last year. He's had podium positions. Uh, but for whatever reason, it hasn't worked out and uh, Tickford has decided to go a different way. Um so I don't know the politics behind all that. But interestingly, though, Grant, mm-hmm. we did mm-hmm. ask Jack to come on the show this week. And Jack LeBrock, yeah. Yeah, he actually, the first driver ever in the history of Parked Up, mm-hmm. said, I don't want to do it this week. Mm-hmm. I'll do it another week. Okay, great. And we we didn't really know what was going off. Yeah, we knew there was a yeah, there was a little bit of chat, but we didn't know it was coming out today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Monday, we didn't know. Mm. So he obviously knew this last week when we were asking him if he would come on the Parked Up podcast. The, 
where the he didn't the want us to break the story. The, it's, yeah. where the big, it's where the big dogs come to play. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, look, I mean, Jack has uh, it. Yeah, as you say, it didn't. It hasn't worked out, right? It hasn't yeah. worked out for him at Tickford. There's been some glimmers. Mm. We obviously saw him take that win. We saw him threatening to take another win or at least contend for a very decent result at the bend last year. This year, you know, you can basically write off as a a, a season of disappointment or, or a series of races of disappointment where outshone by two of his teammates uh, and and uh, and and just frustrations, just no, no highlights, you know, at least, mm. you know, generally you look back through a season and go, well, you know, at least I got that podium. At least I got that one win or that time I qualified on the front row. It just hasn't happened for him. And I, I hope that the next phase where he goes to potentially a team without that super big expectation of a Tickford where you've got, where you're being benchmarked against a guy like Cam Waters, who's qualifying on the front row and he's winning races, maybe the less expectation and less pressure might work in his favour. Yeah, potentially. I mean, he might find himself right at home at Matstone Racing. And, you know, it's probably not the right thing for us to say that it's a better opportunity to be at Tickford because Matstone Racing has has done a great job as well. But, you know, Tickford are, a, are probably a bigger powerhouse. They've got four cars. They do have some drivers that are capable of winning races. Um but, you know, it's like Andre Heimgardner who, you know, made the shock move or, you know, got sidelined at, uh, at Kelly Grove. You know, he's won a race this year. You, you, you wouldn't really expect it. So I'm sure there's a lot of politics that goes on behind the scenes that we're not really, we don't really know the ins and outs of. We can only sort of speculate ourselves. But, yeah, it, I mean, you know, I think Jack would probably admit that he hasn't had the season he would have liked. There's no, you know there's no secret there. He, he would prefer to be out there winning races and to get podiums and challenging, you know, Cameron waters on a more regular basis. Um, but for whatever reason, I'm sure there is reasons it hasn't happened. So anyway, he's still in the championship. He's still got opportunity this year to get some results with Tickford and I'm sure he's going to go um, as well as you can and, and really maximize the opportunity he has for, um, for the rest of this year because he did get a win at Sydney Motorsport Park when we raced there last time. Mate, he's got four weekends in a row there, so who knows um, what he can pull off. Mm. Oh, well, interesting. Four weekends coming up soon. It all starts in a couple of weeks. Tony D, you're going to get to do some co-driver, a co-driver session and a test day. I think it's been all wrapped up 100% now. What's your movements? How's this going to work for you? Well, we haven't mentioned yet, but finally I got announced who I was bloody driving with. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, Jesus, that's, well, why, why isn't this the lead, the lead story? <laughs> oh, it's finally nice to uh, actually get confirmation that I'll be driving with Anton Di Pasquale in the number 11 DJR Shelby Power Falcon, Mustang, whatever it is. Um, no, it's definitely a Mustang. Mustang, sorry. Um, so yeah, it was good. I mean, and I've said it before, I, I had, did not care if I was racing with Will or Anton, but it's just nice to know who you're working with now. So, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to that. We've got a, a test day coming up, um, uh, in between all the Sydney races. 
and uh, yeah, I think a co-driver session and a bit of time in the car. So looking forward to it, mate. It's, it's exciting now. It's all sort of confirmed and we're all good to go. Cool. So at that uh, that Sandown ride day, the only time you've got to drive a supercar this year, were you driving Will's car that year, that day, if I remember? Uh, I drove both. Drove both that day. And how did you fit into yeah. Anton's car? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, he's... For what I'm used to over the last couple of years driving with Fabian, um, Fabian's a lot taller uh, than what Anton is. So I'll still need an insert. Um, but as far as like pedal position and things like that, it's it's much more accustomed to what I'm used to because he right foot brakes, whereas Fabian used to left foot. Well, he does. He left foot brakes. So the pedal position was not that great for me. Um, so some of those little things are good. Um, but yeah, there's some preferences that he likes that I'm going to have to get used to as well. So hopefully it's nice like to, yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's a great opportunity. There's no doubt about it. You know, Ludo will be engineering the car and, you know, everyone would like to be on his team. He's a bit of a guru. So, How's your yeah. French? How's your French? Uh, not real good. Not real good. Have you ever had but, Ludo on the phone to you during a, during a session? Uh, during test days and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just ignore him. I just keep going. <laughs> when he says go faster, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, nice no, and no, smooth. He's, nice and smooth. Yeah, that, he does. He does say exactly that. Um, no, it'll be interesting to see uh, if I can understand him. But um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to being part of it again. It just feels so, like such a long time. We, we've literally just clicked over uh, when the Bathurst 1000 would have been last weekend. Mm, and it yeah, feels so Sunday, weird. Yeah to think we've still got almost two months until the race. So, um, but anyway, we'll uh, prepare ourselves now. It's absolutely go time and I mm. uh, can't wait. Awesome. Cool. Uh, what else is happening in the supercars world, Tony D, that we should be talking about before we launch into some F-WAN? Actually, I really don't know. <laughs> Very good. I don't know. Uh... Is there any other news this week? Uh, look, then there probably was for sure, but it, it all uh, it all pales in comparison compared to the fact that we know exactly now who you're driving with <laughs> at the Repco Bathurst 1000, even though I had conveniently forgotten about that because it did get released on Tuesday after Every Tuesday, Tuesday lunchtime, uh, which is about six hours after we published the last uh, Parked Up podcast. So. Uh. You know, I only deal with Tuesday mornings. That's the that's the most important thing. Anything that happens on Tuesday is basically dead to me. I am sure that our listeners would probably think that um, I would have known last uh, episode, but I can tell you right now, I did not know until about an hour before the release. Yeah. So they they just not that they made that decision right then, but they just didn't want it to get out beforehand. I think. The fact that we have such know an you're amazing bl- podcast. They, they know yes. you've got a massive mouth. <laughs> you blab everywhere. Uh, so, cool, mate. Awesome. Times. Well, uh, the number 11 has certainly won the Bathurst 1000 on many, many occasions, and Larry Perkins will be very proud if that number that 11 be? Mustang Falcon. Mustang Falcon. <laughs> it's the Mustang Falcon, and it's going to cross the line first. And I don't think Jack would be real happy. Uh, no, look, probably not. But <laughs> you know what? Uh, like, I would, be, I would be happy for Anton. You know, he's been toiling away all these years. I think it'd be great for Anton. 
Yeah, I mean, he's like a seasoned campaigner. He's, well, he's been in the championship what four years or something. Yes, it's yeah, ready. No, he's, he's ready to win the champ. Win the Bathurst One Thousand. No, it'll be deserved. It'll be deserved after uh, after all these years for sure. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait, uh, and we all can't wait. I guess, uh, of course, Bathurst is great. Uh, the One Thousand is amazing, but uh, maybe just to see race cars back out on track, that's probably going to be uh, even better. We had the Turkish Grand Prix over the weekend and another twist in the tail of the Formula One title. This time Valtteri Bottas won the race and that was uh, pretty well laid down right at the very start where Lewis Hamilton had qualified on pole, took a uh, 10 grid place penalty for uh, engine component change. It put Valtteri on the, on the front row of the grid and he effectively just dominated the race. Maintained a pretty good gap to uh, Max Verstappen, who just effectively did enough to leapfrog Lewis from uh, second into first in the championship fight. Oh, the fight, the, the points yeah. there is so, so very close. Lewis finished down in fifth, probably could have finished third, and he was pretty upset at his team for a strategy call that uh, didn't really work in his favour. Yeah, I didn't get to see the race myself, but I saw Again. the highlights. I saw right. the highlights. It was too bloody late, mate. Um, but I did see the highlights and yeah, I saw the comments that he was making on the radio that, uh, he wasn't too happy with the team. So a lot of pressure and, uh, you know, again, like they, they were probably the quickest car and Lewis showed that in qualifying. He, he did it pretty easy in quality. I watched that part of it, but I'll tell you what the, in formula one, they do a lot of wet races mm. almost mm-hmm. every weekend. They're racing in the wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in, in supercars, we try and chase the sun so the crowds can come and they enjoy it. Whereas over there, it's just, it seems to rain every single weekend. So it makes for good racing, but uh, they spend a lot of time on those wet tires. I tell you what, there will be almost fat chance that you will be racing a V8 supercar in the wet at Bathurst in oh, early don't December. Say that. Don't the say only that. thing that is going to be wet, let me tell you, is going to be your jocks. Because yeah, you will be right. sweating your little box off. I'll be sweating bullets, I tell you. I've got no car fitness, and it's going to be 45 degrees in that thing. Anyway, that's okay. That's okay. But, yeah, it was a good Formula 1 race and very good for the championship. Mm-hmm. Perez, yep. for me, was uh, very good. Yeah. Very, very dice good. dice was awesome. Yep. You know what was better than that dice was – and it's so simple. And we we actually spoke about this over the weekend. But the livery on those Red Bull Hondas mm-hmm. was just just old school and sweet. Just plain it just looks white. So good. Mm. White is so underrated. Mm-hmm. So simple. I think the way they had the red and the yellow with it really made everything pop. It looked amazing. So mm-hmm. um, very good job by those guys because often they do these retro liveries and they don't really work out how they should, but we saw McLaren they did a really cool one for Monaco. That was uh, not white, but it was a retro livery and it looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. So anyway, nice little celebration for uh, Honda there. So that livery was meant to be for the Suzuka race, which mm. this right, because you can't race in Japan. Of course you can hold the Olympics in Japan, but you can't hold a formula one race. Makes total sense. COVID total. makes zero sense. Yes. But yes. that's but that's fine. We're we're trying to get through it, I think. Hey, as sure. we speak right now, 
Mm-hmm. Sydney has finally been opened up and yes. all those people have been locked down for, I don't know how long. They're mm-hmm. free, absolutely free. I wonder right. how many cases we're going to have tomorrow. Um, I think they need to stop counting cases and mm. just uh, th- there's going to have to be some new stats that they that they chase because these, uh, I think it's going to be more about um, uh, hospitalisation. That's the key because we just, uh, I, like I'm no health expert. I think everyone who has listened to any Parked Up would know that I'm no <laughs> health expert, nor do I try to be. However, they need to stop worrying about how many people have got it. They need to worry about how many beds they've got to to make sure that we don't get overrun. So anyone who does fall like really foul of the virus, those people are looked after. And if the hospitals get overrun, then that's where we end up in real critical critical dramas. So um, if we can make sure that every anyone who needs attention can have that attention, that's the key number that we should look after. But that comes from me who has absolutely no idea on politics, the healthcare system, or anything. So um, may also the vaccinate the uh, the vax vax numbers are probably also important because mm. it seems like the government tells us that uh, that will help you um, control. We we can control it by not getting super sick by having these shots. And uh, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other issues and I've probably pissed off a whole bunch of people while I've been oh, saying mate, this. So we're we're going to lose so many listeners after that little chat. You know, all these people that are anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Anyway, but you do raise a very good point because we're going to enter Sydney um, very soon mm-hmm. and into the heart of COVID, Parramatta. Ooh, heart no good. No good. We're gonna have to be careful, man. We're gonna be there touch. for almost a month. No right? touchy touchy. Well, you're gonna be over there for over a month. Mm. Um, yeah, have we're to be gonna super have careful. to be a little bit careful, you know, for because sure. you could, you don't want to be that person that gets COVID and brings down the whole supercar that's show. Not, but that's not going to happen. Like the the state is open. Yeah, there's a very oh. real chance. There is a super real chance that that virus will enter Sydney Motorsport Park over the weekend. Bloody better not. Super Bloody real chance. Oh, mate, I'm going to lock myself in that truck. Look, I'm not... Literally I'm... put my helmet on and run into the car, do my session, run back to the truck and yeah. and sleep there. Okay, cool. You it is actually a nice truck. Find me. It's, a, it's a nice truck. It's a nice truck. I've been inside the DJR truck nice. and it is really nice. It is a, a very nice truck. But I might need you to bring me some sandwiches or something. What if I've got COVID? Then that sandwich is going to be no good for you. Well, just just COVID-free like, sandwich. You want the COVID-free, COVID-free sandwich. sandwich and just like push it through the door and give right. me a text to tell me it's there. I'll lace it with um, with some of the the uh, hand stuff. What do you call it? Antibacterial. The, that's right. Yeah. If yeah. you were going to have that much Dettol all over your sandwich, <laughs> it's going to taste like rubbish. I tell you what I, I worry about. That. Like I've got to go to Sydney. Uh, I spend a lot of time away from family and and all of those things. But while I'm in Sydney, I get to go see some family. Now, do mm. I really want to go and see my family, having been in this, you know, potential hub of COVID, and then take it somewhere else and go give it to others? Like I am not. Uh, I yeah, don't it, know. it does. It is going to make you think 
a couple of, you know, but now in 2021, you know, hopefully in a couple of years time and there'll be possibly some less risk when it comes to this. I'm not really sure. Like who knows? It's such a, it's a, it's a, this is a pain in the ass, isn't it? It is a big pain in the ass. And the problem is you can't bloody see it. You can't, you don't know if you've just touched it and got it and, you know, hmm. Anyway, we, we're, we're getting off track here. We're in the news, oh, and it's brought to yeah. us by motorsportwebsites.com.au. <laughs> okay. Fine. All right. We'll Dan change. Tanner, thanks for sponsoring our little segment here. Thank you. Um, okay, cool. So uh, we did touch on DTM uh, at the very top mm. of the show, and Liam Lawson, of course. We've seen him in Formula 2. We saw him here in Australia. He raced Formula 4. He was an absolute gun. We knew from that time that this kid was was going to be pretty pretty damn good. He's gone overseas and is doing some incredible things. Mm. And so is Oscar Piastri. Of course, he's leading the F2 title. Um, there's a the very real chance that we could have a couple of good young Aussies and Kiwis mm. competing at the very highest level in a couple of years' time. I honestly think that Liam deserves a crack at it. Um, to see what he's done this year in Formula 2 um, and in DTM, very different cars. It's very, very different championships, and he's competed at the front in both of them. Um, but I think he is going to get a test with AlphaTauri uh, very soon uh, because he's part of the Red Bull family. So I think that's great. Um, mm-hmm. See if he's, uh, you know, if he fits in well and he's capable in a Formula 1 car, which I'm sure he will be. Oscar Piastri's done quite a bit of testing now with Alpine but it does look like he's going to miss out on a seat for 2022. So what do those guys do next year? You know, they're ready for Formula One. What do they do? Well, I think maybe it's the Liam Lawson kind of angle and even what um, Alex Albon did, and they both raced in DTM this year to keep yeah, miles mate. up. Like Liam Lawson smashed Albon, smashed him. They're in the same car. Mm-hmm. Absolutely smashed him to smithereens. So if that guy doesn't deserve a shot in Formula One, I don't know. I don't know what the go is. Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of families, Red Bull families. So Red Bull is part of the Honda family. You are part of the Honda family. Why can't mm. we see a Red Bull Honda TCR car? Oh, and when will you be? Idea. And when will you be switching from DJR to race for Roland? No, that's not on the cards whatsoever. But um, I'm happy to, you know, have a Red Bull Honda. Cool. No dramas. That's a, no that does drama. sound cool. I don't think DJ I have a drink sponsor as such. I think they have a bit of an association with Coca-Cola, but right. yeah. I've tried I've tried V Power once before and it's no good. <laughs> no good at all. Uh, so I reckon I could probably get away with that one, but um it would look good. That would look that would be a very good looking TCR car. Cool. Red okay. Bull Honda. Well, I think we should. I think we should talk to the marketing people at at Red Bull Australia. Well, for I'm sure. sure they're listening. I'm sure they're listening. Of course. Why not? <laughs> just for a few slabs of free beverage and a hat. I just want a yeah, Red we'll, Bull hat. We'll I used to see Rick, doors. Rick Kelly always used to wear his Red Bull hat just before Red Bull came and supported uh, the Triple Eight team. You know when it did when it got in. It went in big in 2013 and they went really large. But before then, the only people who had Red Bull deals in Australia was Rick Kelly and Dean Cantor. Do you remember remember that? 
Yep, I remember. They were the only two who had the only two motorsport guys in our world who had uh, Red Bull deals, and that was really cool. And they always got to wear the new hat. You can't mm. buy those hats; it's only for their athletes. Them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So can't if, get them. If you same became, with Monster, I think. Uh, yeah, I think Monster look, done the same thing. Monsters, yeah, it's okay, it's cool, but it's not Red Bull. Oh, okay. Red Bull, Red Bull, that's that's cool. That is cool. Anyway, okay. I just want the hat, Tony. Get the deal so you can get me out. <laughs> cool. Okay. Cool. So we flipped this episode upside down. Of course, we had our nerdy motorsport quiz. We've uh, we've just touched on the news. Tony D, is there anything else you'd like to part with before we publish uh, on Tuesday morning? That's going to be released later on Tuesday morning. Mm, I don't think so. Other than. We have a very special guest next week, already lined up. Very special. Yes, absolutely we do. Who, who is it? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, They're going to have okay. to listen. But, it's yeah, he's a very special racing driver to me anyway. Okay, cool. <sighs> that's that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of who the hell it could be. but uh, uh, And who do you really, really, really like? Jesus. I like everyone. I like everyone. But we do have a special guest. But okay, cool. uh, next week marks another week closer to, <laughs> to when we go car racing again. Yay. How many weeks until Sydney Motorsport Park? It's got to be uh, what? It's three. Two it's weeks? three. It's just under two now. It's just while well, we're so just under three now as you're okay, listening perfect. to this. Perfect. Perfect. So we're only a few weeks away. So I reckon we'll start to get a bit more uh, excitement going on, a few a bit more news going on. Great. We won't hey, have to do motorsport quizzes. Yeah, no, that's right. You know what? Uh, you know what is coming up this week, which I'm trying to trying to forget, trying to move past. What? It's my birthday. Is it really? But it's not. It's not an exciting birthday though. It's got How a one. It's got a one at the end. So that uh, that does not mean too much. Fifty one. Fifty one. Thank you. I'm not fifty one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you're not 31, so <laughs> yeah. So add, subtract, and divide. There you go. You. Cool. Big so there we go. One, crikey, beauty, you beauty. No Who's worries. Who's 41 cool. in car racing? I don't think anyone. I think if I was racing supercars, I would be the oldest dude in the field. Because Courtney, I think Courtney's the oldest. He's 40. He looks like the oldest. <laughs> That's right. And I just look like a beautiful spring chicken. Absolutely. Just a few little grey hairs. That's okay. That's okay. The greyer the hairs, the faster they go, Tony D. All right, let's get out. This is it. Parked up. We're powered by Race Fuels. We thank everyone for listening. Subscribe, listen, share, do whatever you need to do. Uh, and um, for sure, you'll hear from us next week. See you later.